Welcome, welcome back to the Scott's Take Shots podcast. Uh, we are so excited to have you guys with us today. Excited for this episode. Excited just to talk and bullshit all night with y'all. Uh, obviously, I am Cameron Lee uh, with Tommy Cannon. Eric can't be with us tonight. Uh, we're just going to keep grinding through it, right? Uh, we have two special guests with us tonight. Not one. But two, baby, one plus one equals two. So we'll start up in Tommy's corner. We have Miss Brogan in the house. Oh, yeah. Everyone has heard about in our couple of episodes where we got to talk and get to talk about Tommy's relationship. Now we get the other half on a podcast, and I'm fucking just geeked about it. So welcome to the podcast, Brogan. Thank you. We're excited to have you on. I've been geeked about this moment for a while. And returning for the second episode in a row, Miss Jill is in the house. Jillian, how are you? I'm great. I'm fresh out of the shower. So you're welcome, everyone. We're batting perfect. So it's a podcast. Tommy, as we always start here, we'll start from normal host to guests. Actually, we'll start with guests before we go to host here. All right. We're going to slow it down. We're going to change it up. We're going to do a 180 and just flip this shit. Flip a bitch. We'll start with you since you're the newest guest. What you drinking tonight? Who me? Yes, she. Oh no, the other Brogan that's on the <laughs> fucking podcast. She goes, "Who me?" Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> high noon. Some high nooners. Okay, let's go. So bam, high nooner. Oh, I got uh, the pineapple flavor. Oh, that's my favorite. Pineapple. That's good. That's good stuff right there. No shots for you tonight, huh? No, well, Tommy has the Travis. Oh, we'll get there, get there when we get there. We'll get there, we'll get get there when we get there. For, I'm going to take some of his shots. Okay. Okay, Jill. Jill, what are we Tommy, sipping on tonight? Why? What? Are you pregnant, Tommy? Is that why you can't drink? Oh, I'm drinking. Tommy's pregnant. <laughs> Tommy's fucking pregnant. He just wanted to name the shot. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Jill, what you drinking on tonight? I am drinking canned rosé from Trader Joe's. <laughs> Yum. It's actually really good. And really? I think there's like two glasses in here, two glasses of wine. It's deceiving because of how little it is, but it's like it looks like this little can. Like it looks like a little Red Bull 12 ounce. There's two glasses in here. Which is perfect for me. Mr. Tommy Cannon, you're up to the plate, big guy. What are we sipping on? We are sipping on Traverse City whiskey. Cherry. Cherry. I'm a sucker. Cherry. That's one of my favorite, favorite whiskeys of all time. Very excited about it. 35% alcohol volume, 70 proof. Really excited. Um, And also, we are also drinking. We're on the high noon train tonight, baby. Passion fruit. Tugging along here. my last high noon in the fridge. I feel so out of place. Cam, explain to the people why we're all on the high noon. We love us some high noon. All right. Like, I reached out. They reached back. They gave me some koozies. I'll deal with it for now. I want more high noon. I'll let you know that now. I want more. But we got some nice koozies here. Grapefruit, watermelon koozies. Obviously, I'm not drinking anything better than a good old-fashioned high noon. Uh, cool, crisp, refreshing high noon. Um, you got to love it. That's exactly what I'm drinking, too. Obviously, my shot of the night, and I've already cracked the bottle a little bit. Love me some Terramana tequila. Uh, the Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Fucking killed that tequila. It's a great product. Um, and it gets you drunk 
and I love the rock. You don't cry. Yeah, I love the rock too. Masculine, nice body. Yeah, fuck yeah. That guy's got it going. Hey man, and you're welcome. Smell what the rock is cooking. So the, we us. we were we the odds were against us. The odds were against us to get sponsored. Yeah, the odds, odds were against, against us to, to get, get anything. So first off, to anyone that was like, Cam, you're fucking crazy. I don't even care Dude. if it's three koozies. Go I fuck, said that. Go fuck yourself. That's what I got to say. Cause that's awesome that we got like something. It's better than nothing. And even on the little letter, it says, good luck on your podcast. So like, Aww. thanks, High Noon. I they it. handled it pretty sweet. They handled it nicely. Some woman they wrote out a letter. And their consumer relations reached <laughs> out. Super nice lady. I'll take it. So let's take a drink, take a shot, do what you got to do. Here. Let's have a good time here. We'll take a nice little photo at the end with High Noon. So keep your bottles. Uh-huh. Cans. I don't have High Noon. I drink my Whatever last you're just bought, just bought a four pack myself so so i had a question i was listening to the two bears one cave podcast the other day if you don't know who they are it's tom segura and bert kreicher two of the funniest comedians i personally think on this side of the earth you know um and they were talking they had this conversation in this debate and it came up in my mind who are five people that you think you could just beat their ass Five people could be a professional sports athlete, comedians. You could shout out people that listen to this podcast because I will. Um, five people you think you could just beat their ass in a fight. Robert Pattinson. Rob, you think <laughs> really? You think you beat his ass? Ronnie White Boy. Why was it Fair. so? It, it, <laughs> it just kind of makes sense. It lines up like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can. Any of the Kardashian Jenner sisters, because they'd be too afraid that I'd ruin their plastic surgery. Uh, yeah, like, that'd really. be satisfying. Being like, yeah, I'm that. Cam, <laughs> would you might know this one, Jason Terry? No uh, fucking way! I no fucking way, Jason yes, Terry. I, I fucking hated that dude. For the entirety you didn't of his Jason Terry, I didn't mind Jason Terry as well. the I, my favorite sports moment, probably behind Reggie Bush going ape shit on everybody in um, at USC, was Jason Terry getting dunked on by LeBron. That was probably one of my favorite moments in sports history because he got put in his place because he deserved to be on the ground there. We chatted about this for everyone listening. We chatted about this a little bit before recording started, and I, I'll say it again. First off, I'll take both Paul brothers on. Fuck both those kids. I could fuck them up. I don't care if fucking Logan or Jake, sorry, Jake has fought two professional athletes, Ben Askren and uh, who's the basketball player he knocked out? Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson. I could fuck them up. Next, fuck both of those kids. Third place, I actually kind of want to fight A-Rod now because he fucked up things with J-Lo. How do you do that, bro? It's J-Lo. Love J-Lo. I do too. She's perfect. Like, she's I, she is perfect. She's a and now she's what Ben Affleck is that who she's with now? Like, good for him. That's a fucking upgrade. That's out of his league. I don't give a shit. Uh, ben Apples. Brad Williams. I could kick his ass. He's one of my he's favorite. Really a midget. I could beat his ass still. Now his wife would kick my ass. His wife is like a third degree black belt in like jujitsu. She'd fuck me up. She's like ranked in the U.S. in the world. 
like ranked from the U.S. in the world. Like, my go ahead, go ahead, try and touch him, and see what happens. Nope, he does a stand-up bit about that. Learn my lesson. Um, <laughs> uh, I think number five. I think I got to scrap LeBron James. I think I have to do it just for the one time. Dude, the problem with problem with, the problem with scrapping like an he's athlete. a freak athlete. He's taller. He's taller than I am. I he's get six, that. He's six nine two seventy or something. Two sixty. The problem with that is arms reach to heaven. So yeah, have fun trying to get a hold of because I immediately thought Kevin Durant because he can't bench a freaking bar. Is he really? Hold on. How heavy is LeBron? I'm googling. Two sixty. Big. That's all muscle. Okay, speaking of athletes, muscle is um, a lot. Wait, can I just say I wouldn't fight anybody because I'm a lover, not a fighter. No, you I would not. fight Fuck somebody. out of here. <laughs> Get out but, of here. No, I don't fight. Athletes, speaking of athletes, which is really cool. So um my family has been good friends with a handyman carpenter forever. And like he'll do like small jobs here and there. We found out uh today that last night his daughter just qualified for the 200 meter run in the Olympics. Oh, shit. He's going to the Olympics. His daughter's going to the Olympics. Amazing. That's Isn't that badass. freaking cool? Yes. There's a girl from Lansing. I love that. Who made it to the Olympics on the relay team. Yeah. yeah. I've seen all those posts and stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so cool. It's like, so what cool dedication. To be successful. Right. And yeah. he's like, and it's so funny because he's the kind of guy where, like, you see him, you go, okay, like, he's a good, humble man. Then he opens his mouth. First of all, one of the smartest people I've ever spoken to. And he used to be in the military, like trained military dogs, like wicked smart. Who, I mean, I'm like, dude, how are you a handyman now? Like it blows my mind. What do you like to do? It goes to show you do what you love, not necessarily like what you're capable of. Right. Right. It's just awesome. Like, holy cow that he has this great, amazing kind of track record, I guess, for him. And yeah, There's a pun and his daughter's there. going to the Olympics. That's awesome. Track. He has a good track record, daughter's track record. But Cam. Moving on. Cam, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Okay, so I'm like, no, like legit. I don't know. There's probably other people out here listening that might feel the same way. But I just like, I I hate fighting. I hate watching people fight. Even if it's like cage fighting and stuff like that, I legit, I can't watch it. Like, no, it legit makes me sad. I love, I love mixed martial arts because the sports aspect of it. Now I hate, like, I don't like street fighting. I think actually like, hear me out and hear me out. Uh, it's going to be kind of a tough take. And a lot of our listeners, I don't think can understand this, but like, I think there's a street code and a street ethics if you got a problem with someone, you fucking solve it by fists. Mm-hmm. A lot of the problems nowadays are people solve it by guns. Solve yeah. it by your fists and fucking end the issue. That's right. where I stand on that. So fights happen. Now, do I like watching them all the time? No. Do I watch UFC and Bellator and Pride and all these fight leagues? Yeah, I watch it. I think it's an amazing sport. Something I wanted to get into for a while. Mm-hmm. So I, I love it. But yeah, street yeah. fights are a whole nother story. I also hate celebrity boxing. We talked about that on a previous podcast. Yeah. I think it's so fucking stupid. But <laughs> so there's it, difference in opinions, which is good. No, that's fine. Hey, I'm look, don't get me wrong. I'm a big lover myself. Like, I don't like fighting people. I don't like hurting people. Like, that's yeah. not, but 
what I played in college as a, as a football player and as a wrestler, like, yeah, my job was to hurt you. My job was to break you. It was my job. So like, that's just part of the game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I kind of, I was a runner. Yeah. But I agree. Like I'm a lover too. And I think for me, I, get very protective of the people that I love and care about. Like I always, my running line is the only reason why I would ever go to prison is because I beat somebody to a pulp over my two brothers. Like that is the only way. And like, it takes a lot for me. Like I'm very much like a mellow person. And if I have to get to that point to like really fight somebody, then it's a point like that, it, it, it it's deserved oh, b- blood trumps all like I, I i'm still very protective of my two younger brothers who are half blood right but like super protective of them so i mean logan logan's taller than i am now at this point. oh both my brothers are taller than me but they're yeah, still I mean, baby brothers i've met i think i've only met one of your brothers right yeah i haven't met both but um yeah logan's taller than i am he's on track to be bigger than I am and he's more muscular than I was at his age. So like that kid's a tank. Now, Grayson, on the other hand, my youngest kids, kids, a wild horse. I don't know where he's going to end up. I found out Tommy, listen to this shit. I found out that my little brother, my youngest brother has a fight club and it's the funniest thing in the world. I go, (laughs) so here's how the conversation goes up. We were talking to Grayson about him and his friends. And he goes, oh, sometimes we fight. And I go, oh, that happens all the time. No big deal. Like, we're on the road to Cedar Point uh, when I was back up in Michigan. For everyone listening, the reason we haven't posted in a while, Tommy Tommy was hanging out doing his thing. I came back to home for a bit, wanted to see family. Rody was out in Colorado. So we were all doing our own thing. It just didn't line up. So now we're here. We're going to try to keep going on the weekly podcast thing. But beside the point, back to the story. We're driving to Cedar Point, me, my three brothers, and my dad. And we're just bullshitting with the youngest brother because he says some wild shit. He goes, yeah, we fight. And I go, oh, like that happens. You're friends. Like that, that, you know, arguments happen. He goes, no, we physically fight. We have a group that fights. And I go, that's a fight club. Yeah, that's a fight club. I go, what's the first? Don't talk about fight club. I go, what's that? The first comment I make is, What's the number one rule? And he goes, no punching or kicking. And I go, what kind of fight club is this? Right? I go, hold on, hold on. Hold. He, for, he's nine. He's fucking nine. Oh, go, my next comment was, well, what are the rules? Like, I'm interested. I'm dug into this story now. I, he goes, no punching or kicking. I go, okay. What's the other rules? He goes, wrestling is allowed. And I go, okay, that's cool. And he goes, so is choking. And I was like, this okay. just got real fucking kinky in a minute <laughs> and he goes yeah we fight and i took someone down and i started choking him and i was like i think my, little brother, my, young, my youngest brother is gonna be a fucking mass murderer like and you're in the car with russ what you're in the car with russ correct oh yeah we're all sitting what? there what's russ saying he's just giggling <laughs> he's just fucking giggling at this point like oh, dear like I, we so i had a wedding this past week uh one of my good friends got married and i stood in the wedding which was awesome it was a beautiful wedding beautiful venue good time and we all took a photo all my fraternity brothers and i took a photo together and who was in the middle of the fucking photo russ 
Russ was in the middle of the fucking photo. Why? Because he's known as the goat with my friends and he's known as the house dad. So like, I was like, all right, we'll let it slide this time. There was a I'm intrigued how Russ is going to be at the wedding in July. Hey, speaking of <sighs> Russ, did he ever get a dog? He did not. He did not. Russ did not get a dog. Not yet. I think he's ready to pull the trigger on it, but he won't. Like, I, I'm looking at getting my second a second dog here soon. What? Though. Yeah, I'm looking at getting yes. another dog. So one of my employees had a he has a white Great Pyrenees, uh, and his Polar. brother's. His brother's dog is a lab, and I guess they accidentally banged, and there's puppies. <laughs> they were born last Friday. There's five of them. Uh, one did not make it. It was a stillborn. But there's three girls and one boy. I'm hoping I can get the boy. I'd rather have a male dog than a female dog because the, the whole heat thing is just. Yeah, and you already have them. You get them fixed. And I, I, I can get them fixed, yes, obviously. Yeah. I, I just I'd rather have a male dog where Yeah. But then run into the thing. That's the problem. Nah, I don't think there will be a dominant. I think ghost, my dog will put them into place real fucking quick. Yeah. I feel that, like the same gender goes with each other too. Yeah, exactly. I agree. And I I still think they'll be cute. They're white. I saw a picture of them today. They were just born on Friday. So like saw a picture of them today. They're like little potatoes. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> a perfect mix. They have the great Pyrenees coat, like that big white coat. They're like polar bears. And they have the lab face. And I was like, I'm in love. Yeah. And so obviously you got to wait like eight weeks. So by yeah. the time I come back, I, I'm coming back to Michigan here soon at the end of this uh, July. I'll be back for the first week of August. And then uh, there'll still be some time left. They need about eight weeks with their mother. So after that, I'll take one most mm-hmm. likely. Hopefully, if he gives me one, we thought I- we thought the one we had was going to because we have two. We thought the one that we had was going to put the Luna. other into their place. And she's that, much bigger. That did not fucking happen. Really, the little one is an alpha. <laughs> she's an asshole. Really? Yeah. She she will walk up, take the take a toy out of the mouth, and then growl when you walk up next to her. Like she's a. Our bigger one is a rescue and our little one is a therapy dog. And honestly, like our rescue is like better behaved. Well, they're both really, really good behaved. Um, But our little one just barks and she's not really supposed to like bark and growl, but our other one doesn't. But other than that, they're really like some of the best dogs. And they they don't like squirrels, rabbits. (laughs) So they're not like dogs. Not, they don't do dog things. Like they squirrels do and rabbits. dog things per se. They but do they tricks. will. Okay. They rabbits. Will, they kill rabbits and birds. Their, their and, kill counts at like seven or eight at this point. They're like really good. That that was my dog growing up. She had a kill count. Like she killed one day, like a groundhog, a mama groundhog, and all her babies in one day. That's this dog not, was relentless. She yeah, was a like a, She was relentless dog version of a purple heart she was relentless dog version of a purple heart she the best story was it was during the like right on the cusp of winter and spring so it was kind of warming up but it was still pretty cold like the ground was frozen and my parents had I was I was really little then 
they had somebody come out like looking at the uh, the furnace or something I don't remember what it was mm-hmm. and Lucy the beagle kept playing fetch with one of the guys turns out the it wasn't a ball it was a rabbit head with the ears chewed off ew my god that sounds awful she was relentless she was relentless. my gosh but wow. it's okay it's okay it's dogs it got me warmed up to nature very quickly as a child I had a beagle too as a kid. This lady that she was a hunting dog. This lady that I met, uh, she's a Dollar General manager. Uh, She breeds uh, blue beagles. I didn't know that was a fucking really. Didn't know that was a fucking thing. thing. She showed me photos, and they're the most adorable. Like they look like almost like a dark French, you know, like a dark French bulldog coat. Yeah, looks like that but a beagle and i was like oh like that's so cute like yeah they're adorable and so she was talking to me about that and i asked her how much she sold each one for and imagine how expensive they are 1500 a pop baby 1500 a pop her and the uh american bulldog she has Hmm. the best part yeah they're adorable and that's not even that bad she named all her dogs after greek gods well, like Apollo, Poseidon, and I was oh, like, "Oh, you can see him. He's going owl. That's so awesome. He's going owl. Oh my god!" For the people who are listening to this podcast, she's pulling up photos right now. Oh my like, god, pictures. This is this is and more of a sound bad. thing than a visual thing. What they're absolutely. Oh. My parents for their dog they paid way more than that. But like honestly, with how well behaved she is and the temperament she has, like she. The woman who breeds Cavalier King Charles like does a fantastic job. Like she breeds those dogs so well. Like they have the she has such a great temperament. She's very go with the flow. She'll sit at your feet all day. So it's a good dog. It's a real good dog. Ghost is passed out next to me right now. He's just doing his his thing. Ooh. No. So no, pretty much. I absolutely love, I mean, I think dogs are the greatest thing in this fucking world. So he's fucking snoring. So uh, let's, let's hop into the next topic here. So I know Tommy and I were talking about Greek gods and Greek in general, like uh, obviously being both fraternity men, Joe was a sorority girl. Um, We all have some sort of Greek background. We absolutely love the Greek lifestyle. Right. So we were talking about like what is the greek lifestyle how does that actually stand in like greek history right so there's these things that the greeks did uh in terms of like punishment so you think about fraternity hazing let's take it to the next fucking level tommy i'm a, I'm gonna lead you into that that's my little intro Whatever. for you go yeah. ahead run it's the not Bella. so this is like hazing on a on a fucking different a life, level. A life death level okay so <laughs> So like there's, if you ever you guys ever heard of something that's like tantalizingly close? Tantal- like, like yeah, yeah. So that came from the Greek god uh, or the Greek king of Tantalus, who his punishment was, um, here I'll tell you what he did first. So he was the son of Zeus, okay. kind of a dick, but was a king got to go up to uh, talk to the Greeks a lot, have dinner with them. He invited them down and also 
on top of that, he kept stealing stuff from them and they noticed, but didn't care. Um, and then he invited them down trying to swindle them again because they're supposed to be all knowing and stuff like that. So three Greek gods came down to have dinner with him at his palace. He ended up, this is going to get fucking weird. He cooked his son. He murdered, yeah. murdered his son, put it in stew, gave it to the gods and they ate a little bit of him and they were pissed. So once they decided to kill him for trying to swindle the gods and stuff like that, um, this is, um, he got sent down to Hades and Hades told him he had to do, um, sit in this pool. So he sits in this pool, has to tread water for eternity. The thing about it is that there's a fruit tree hanging just above his head. And whenever he gets hungry, he reaches for the fruit tree and a gust of wind blows the tree, the branch out of reach. It's like the uh, Geico commercial with the guy with the doll. Like, oh, he almost had it. it. (laughs) And then, and then when um, he tries, when he gets thirsty, he tries to take a drink. The water dips below. Like he can't get water that he's sitting in. And he has to sit in that for eternity. So that one's pretty bad. I like that one. So like the thing about Greeks, like the Greeks, Greek God stories in general, they're just assholes like you hear about the good things obviously right like you oh hear, yeah you hear about the story zeus was a dick i don't care what you say he was a womanizer yeah you hear the good things about apollo you hear the things the good things about poseidon you hear the good things about zeus you hear the good things about everyone else but then you hear the bad side of it and then you're like oh shit like these guys are bill cosby look like be looking up to but Zeus made bill cosby look like an amateur bro <laughs> Jeez, you can't say that. He just got released from prison. Doesn't make it okay. He's 87. Leave him alone. He's dead anyway. Okay. My man's got a discolored eye. He can go fuck off. He's going to be dead here in the next year. He shouldn't be out of prison. He only had a 10 year sentence anyway, which is mind blowing to me. Three to 10. Good behavior. That's a year and a half. He served a year. He would have been out in the next year anyway. Here, I'll give you. If you're not bored already, I'll give you. I like Greek. I I personally love Greek stories because, like, the fact of the matter is they are very. They all have a meaning and story behind them. So, like, that's there's a reason why he got punished the way he did. Um, I mean, but that one that one was tantalus. So that's like how that became tantalizing, like tantalizingly close was water and fruit for the rest of his eternity. Um, So I'll let you. I'll tell, tell you two more and let you pick which one out of the three do you feel was worse. I actually asked Brogan this question this morning on our way I'll to work. I'll give you my answer at the end. Um, so the next one was Sisyphus. That one's a pretty well-known one. Yep. He was a Greek king as well. Just tried to um, – he was the smartest man of his time, like smarter than anybody else. Kept trying to swindle the gods. Here's a fun um, – the Greek god of death, his name was um, Thanatos, which sounds a lot like Thanos. Avengers. Yeah. Thanos. Thanos. Yeah. So they didn't really reach that hard, even though they're in Norse mythology. You don't have to. Yeah. So, um, uh, Back Than- on track. yes, Thanatos was trying to kill him because he's the Greek god of death. He's basically a Grim Reaper. Um, so he's coming to get him because he kept trying to swindle the gods, Sisyphus. And Sisyphus tricked him. And uh, that pissed off the 
god of war because nobody was dying in the wars because the god of death was just chained up or like locked in his house so his job his one job was to kill can't do his fucking job yeah yeah so that pissed everybody off yeah so he got let out um and then sisyphus got caught and his punishment because he was so smart they made him do an extremely mundane task of pushing a boulder up a mountain the problem with the boulder or problem with this is that once he gets to the top of like the right before he gets to the top of the mountain every day something happens where he slips um he loses his strength the boulder gets too heavy the boulder rolls down to the bottom of the mountain he has to do it all over again the next day and he has to do that for eternity so that one that's that's his punishment and it's extremely mundane for a very intellectual very smart man to do that for the rest of his life just think he would try to like scurvy his way around it but he can't he's doing that forever so you got that one and then you got um so you got tantalus sisyphus give me oedipus give me oedipus no 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 come on everyone likes a good oedipus story no oedipus is Oedipus. The ones, Oedipus. Sorry. The ones that, uh... I asked you this morning. Yeah. I asked you this morning. Um, you know Oedipus's the story. I know. I know Oedipus is not good. Okay, <laughs> you got to get to the third one. Go ahead, gonna... get to your third yeah. one. I'll say Oedipus, and then we'll move on. Yeah. Atlas. Atlas. Um, oh yeah. He had to. He was a Titan. Titans fought the Greeks or fought, fought the gods before. Uh, they were the the generation before Zeus and all of the other. Mm-hmm chitlins and they fought each other um and atlas got punished by having to hold up the heavens from the earth forever so if he dropped the heavens he would be killing his daughters who were killed earlier um and if he and if he dropped the heavens onto the earth he would also be killing all the people on earth along with the rest of his family so he had to hold up that forever no pressure yep Sure all the people in the world would die if you dropped the heavens so what's each of your guys's votes on which one's the worst and why oh i think who was the first one again yeah say all the three names tantalus Tant- who was who, who i was think stuck Tant- in- i think tantalus is the worst i agree Tant- i was gonna say that the tantalus was stuck in water for eternity and it's right Yep, it's right there. Personally, then, I think Oedipus has it worse out of all of them. But like, give us a quick, a uh, quick, give us a quick, quick reminder rundown of, of Oedipus. Um, so Oedipus was born by a king and a queen. I don't remember their names, but Oedipus was born by king and a queen. The king pretty much threw his son away and made his son get adopted. So Oedipus doesn't know that his mother and father are the king and queen. So Oedipus rises to power. And he pretty much goes and kills the king and fucks the queen, not realizing that he killed his own father and he killed his own mother. So what Oedipus does after he, after he finds out, he goes blind. He stabs his eyes out. He also found his dad because it was a it was the first, not the first, but it was like one of the first times road rage happened because their carriages ran into each Pretty. I summarized the shit out of each other on a crossway. You actually read. He got pissed at his dad. He gets abandoned. He kills his father. Then he fucks his mother. And then he realizes what he fucking did. And then he didn't. Yeah, he didn't know who they were. He doesn't know until they tell him. 
he ki- he killed a random dude in road rage who turned out to be a king. So once he figured out he was a king, he killed him, and he was like, "Cool, I'll just take your land." Oh, Went this is exile. this is the this is the queen that I um the widow that I just made. I'll have uh, sex with her because I am the king now. And turns out it was his mom and his dad, and just he realized that all after the fact, and then he had to live with it. Which and then he pretty much at the end of the day he kills himself when his sons gets killed. So like that's. Oedipus has a really rough life. He banged his own mom. It's really some game. But how stupid do you have to be to realize that you banged your mom? He, he doesn't know. He was, know given away. he was given away as a baby. So he doesn't know. Well, all these people have this, these, this stuff that they have to do for eternity, you know, so it's a little different, right? Yeah. Look, I'd rather do things from eternity than bang my own mom. That's just a personal, personal, oh, yeah. personal call out here. The fact that, that they bring that up, like, hey, he banged his own mom. Like, that hey. shit, that shit's wild. That's definitely, like, yeah, that's probably definitely the worst. But I think he wasn't compared with the other three because he wasn't doing the thing, something for eternity, right? Something it's for eternity, yeah. Yeah. Well, what would you say out of those three? I, I still think Terrence got it the worst. Tommy? Oh, mine? Yeah. Um, I didn't like Sisyphus because it's such a mundane task and he has to do it over and over It is, especially again. for, like, how smart he was and how educated and everything that that's what he was stuck with. Yeah, like, he, he, he prided himself on being cunning and being, like, swift and fat, thinking fast on his feet, which he swindled the gods a lot. And then turns out he has to do this task over yeah. and over. But you know what, though? That's kind of, I feel like, a decent punishment. Like, you don't deserve... To work your, you work have, your brain. Like, hunt, like, get your way out of, you know? Yeah. Nope, you're going to do this. And it's right. going to be very basic. And you're just going to have to do it forever. Um, Atlas, Mine was Atlas. Hers was Atlas, for sure. I was like, like right away, it was like Atlas. Because I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, how hard? I would not want to hold up the heavens for one. That is a huge job. If you let them go and then they all, they all die. Like, everyone in the heavens. You, that's a lot of pressure. You know how many people are probably up in heaven? Hopefully, tons. Maybe 2% of the hopefully, population. Hopefully, every of the population. Uh, of the population that's died, okay? When, I when me and, dream, but anyway. We always joke about when me and my friends go, like me and the Teak Boys, like we've all agreed, like, hey, we'll save each other a spot at the bar in hell where we drink shit vodka and have a good time. Like, but honestly... That's a lot of pressure, right? Holding up the heavens. Oh, no, just a thought of that. Like yeah, actually, the there. bone that um your top cervical bone in your neck is called the atlas because it's it's the one that like holds your head up. Oh it's yeah. Called. And atlas axis, it's yeah, they're atlas, and then the yeah. axis is the, the the bone. In your I've learned something today. That's pretty cool. Hey. Also, there's the Atlas Mountains in Western Africa. Because he was, you know, doing his thing. He was holding up the, the world, the heavens and stuff. And then he looked at, have you guys ever watched Percy Jackson? You ever watched that movie? Yeah. Okay. Well, Percy Jackson was a, a, in Greek mythology, whatever. But, you know, remember Medusa at all? Where he, I love Medusa's story. Yeah. So he was an asshole to Percy and Percy pulled out Medusa's head and uh, Atlas looked at it and then 
got turned into stone those that stone got turned into the atlas mountains over in western africa right now no way cool story oh that's really cool unpopular opinion medusa wasn't a bad bad person bad greek god she was harold was a bitch that's why harris is a host was zeus zeus was a host but medusa was a woman that was like used and abused and then she had power all of a sudden she had power all of a sudden because she pissed off Hera. i think happens happens <laughs> let's give happens. let's give it up for not living in that let's time. give it up for greek mythology ladies and gentlemen look at so us so go apparently back in ancient greece it was normal and apparently fashionable for women to have a unibrow so god bless that we are not there we, we ended that trend they would actually yeah. tape on like animal hair so that way they would have um a unibrow. Oh goodness. i don't know wow. and could you imagine having a unibrow like that was considered like really high fashion i think i'd rock Fuck it. that Ew. no thank you <laughs> i'm too blonde you wouldn't even see anything exactly me too <laughs> you wouldn't see anything i'd be like look guys it's there <laughs> oh that's terrible that's hilarious so switching topics we're gonna yes. bounce off this topic What's the next one? a semi a semi fun topic and tommy and i have talked about this a couple times um you know obviously i'm, I'm me and tommy are very close tommy and i from being grammatically correct oh. tommy and i have been very close for a while right eric's not here you don't have um being very tight and so we had this question that came up that like why are people not comfortable with saying I love you to their brothers or, you know, like if girls are close girlfriends, whatever you guys call each other. Like I always say, I love you to the boys. I do. I mean like your friends or family friends, friends. I consider them family brothers, but no, no, no. I consider them family. Like Tommy is family to me. Torian is family to me. I knew what you meant. I was just saying people. Yeah. 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 To reiterate, like, the people that I'm friends with that are not blood related, but I still consider family. Like, is it weird to say I love you to them? And like, are you comfortable with saying that? And if not, why? Okay. It's it's a thought, right? Tommy and I have had this discussion a couple times. No, you can go first. You want to? <laughs> um, I have no problem telling my friends that I love them. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I'm a firm believer into like, you can love somebody and not have it be sexual or have it be an attraction towards them. And I mean, and it's also kind of plays into people like you might not be family by blood, but you can still love them. You may not have had this experience of being, having the same parents, but you can still love them like a sibling. I have a couple of my best friends you know, our families are super close. I'm like, I love them. They are my, she's my sister. Mm -hmm. She's, I love her to the end of the earth. Like I consider her one of my family members, but also I think people get afraid because again, the whole stigma of, I love you can freak people out. And it's, if somebody, especially I think for guys versus girls, I think girls, it can kind of, girls can kind of get away with it a little bit more frequently. But I think when guys say, I love you to another guy, they're like, uh, like, well, that ties into the whole no homo, no homo kind of tagline you would throw right. onto right. sentences to make it not seem weird with your friends. Well, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking though too, because it's not like 
it's not like with our friends, we're not like, I'm so in love with you. You know what I mean? Right. Right. You're just like, usually it's the stuff that you say with it, right? For guys, you're like, I love you, man. You know, or I love you, bro. You know what I mean? Like different things like that. And with me and my friends, I'm just like, love you, girly. You know, or I'm like, hey, love you. Have a good day. You know? And you know what I mean? And I'm always like, love you. Like, I love you. Yeah, I'm that way too. You know? And so like, it's totally not weird for me. Um, Yeah. And even like I'll text it or I'll post it on a Facebook post. Oh like, yeah, I absolutely. Or, I love you forever. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's just me. And usually I'm like, love you, girl. Like I put girl at the end. I don't know. That's just me. Mm-hmm. So for for guys, like close friends. Now I I have I have girls that I'm friends with that are you know strictly friends. Like that's 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 it. Nothing more than it. Never done anything with them. And I'll say I love you to them because I care about them like a sister, right? I'll look out for them. I take care. Um, but for guys like like Tommy, Brody, uh, Torian, like it's it's I love you, man. Like I love you, brother. Please take care of yourself. Like mm-hmm. it, there's there's true like feeling behind it, but obviously it doesn't have to be like when people say no homo. It's not gay. It's not sexualized. It's this is my family. And this is what's right. happening. Tommy, I want to see you make a shot right now. Oh, let's see. Turn around and make a shot right now. I want to see it go in. Yeah. I can see it. Let's see it. Go ahead. Ball out. Hey, one for one. That's a first. LeBron James. LeBron James. I ruined it. I had all this success. I had all this pride. I love you, buddy. And it's you okay. Ruined. You did a great job. I love you, buddy. There you go. No, I, I just, I think that guys, honestly, I think it's just men and their, um, I think a lot of men have a problem with their emotions, reputation and emotions. Like, uh, and I can't say I'm the best example of it. Cause I had the problem for a while. Well, I still have problems with my emotions, but that's another story. Um, but I think like when it comes to showing my friends, how I feel about them and like my brothers, like I'll, I'll say, I love you 10 times out of 10. Cause you gotta let them know, like, you gotta let them know that you're there for them and that you're, you're caring about them and things like that. So I definitely hesitated with some of my friends though, mm-hmm. because oh, some of know, them, yeah, some of them won't respond. They, I, some of them won't respond, um, like yeah. well, and I just have to kind of like, as a basketball coach, I have to tell my freshmen like, Hey, you gotta know who you're passing the ball to because they might not be able to catch it very well so like that's kind of the same thing like you got to know who you're gonna say that to and know your audience or it might not work um and then like another what i don't know what she's she's all messed up over here she's got like all these like five different noises going on over here so here's something like it's uh tommy (laughs) wait so i think Sorry, where I wanted to add on to what you were saying because I feel like with men, it's like it, that's also like a big stigma thing and it's a big society thing, you know. Like back then, like men, like they have to be tough, you know what I mean? Like they can't express their emotion and stuff like that. And that's a whole thing with society and how that's how you've been brought up or or how society has been around you, you know what I mean? And so that's one of the things that like ending the stigma with one with mental health and two with 
being yourself and there shouldn't be that by that stigma and stuff um behind that because everyone should be able to express their feelings you know including men and I feel like that's just really hard because a lot of times they're like I need to be macho or you know what I mean that, well, stig- yeah. that stigma stays true that stigma but- will always stay true and that's just what it is for for me i remember vividly i don't remember how old i was but i remember the whole thing vividly that i was standing next to my dad looking out i think we were looking at like some water with like a sunset over it or something like that and i was like i had never really said anything um i guess in a feminine way up to that point because i was with my kindergarten middle or elementary school friends we all said, oh, that's awesome. It rocks. It's cool. And I like said, yeah, dad, this, like this sunset, it's like, it looks so cool. And he looks at me and goes, yeah, it's really, it's really pretty. It's really beautiful. Isn't it? And I'm like, what? Like, you're allowed to say those words and like actually mean it. And like, like you're not a girl and you're saying like something's, something is absolutely stunning. Something's beautiful. Something's pretty. And it, it shook me and I don't know why it did, but just cause like the environment I have grown up in, but like to, to hear that and then have that like mm-hmm. mental walkthrough with myself, like, I guess it's okay for me to say stuff is pretty. I guess it's okay for me to say stuff is beautiful. And it should be. No, it, it definitely should be like it, Nate. First off, nature is fucking beautiful. Let's just throw that out there now. Like when I went to Scotland, I got to see like the hills and the mountains and the valleys. And that was beautiful. The town's beautiful. The people, not so beautiful. But that just happens. That just happens. Unless it's Tommy. Sunsets are the most beautiful with Tommy. I just imagine Tommy and like a Speedo standing on the beach when you say that. Sun like sinking. Like Tommy just full pose, like hands on the hips, cheeks clenched. Like you've seen me in as close as Tommy. We don't need to. We, we don't need to say what I've seen you as, but yes, I've seen you in all aspects. Yeah, that's for a different podcast. Too long. It's locker room. No, don't give me that judging look. Don't give me that judging look. Stay tuned for the locker room talk. Okay. The locker. Room. Boy. The locker room talks lit. Thirsty Thursday. Hey, that'll be. I don't know. Months, weeks. Who knows. Thursday morning you practices, have to see. donuts and chocolate milk. Hey, you gotta. It was dope. You gotta, you gotta get yourself a dough man. Yeah, man, Mr. Green was the man. Why did he give us all his business card? Because he wanted our business. Duh. He didn't sell donuts. Like he just had. He just went and bought donuts for us. What kind of donuts? Yeah, whatever you could think of. He he had like all some donuts, donuts. We're, t- we're talking like he had everything from your basic, good to go, like bear claws, your glaze. No, I'm not talking about like this the flavor. I'm talking about like where he got them from. It was his own donut shop. What? That's and sweet. chocolate milk. He brought chalky milk too. That shit was lit. Oh, I love. Okay. And then when, and then when we changed coaches. He brought the receipt for five years worth of donuts and chocolate milk to the next coach because he was upset about the coaching change. He just he just brought a receipt, said five years worth of donuts and chocolate milk. Here you go. Wow. I'm gonna need this. Back. He, had, he had a lot of love for P. 
lot of love. I love donuts. Wait, is it Caps and Donuts? No, no, no. It's it's literally his own donut shop. I'm pretty sure. Because Caps and Donuts, donuts were really Caps and Donuts hit. I have a mug. I have a coffee mug in there. I I just love donuts. Mm -hmm. I really do. I don't discriminate against donuts. Mm -hmm. donut is actually my cousins when they got married their desserts they had pie like they had like a bunch of different pies and then they had a donut bar like a huge donut that was their dessert they had donuts and I was like this is genius I ate about like 12 donuts that day donuts are the best I mean like I like a good long john Oh my god. The squealer with the bacon. Yeah, the squealer is good. You gotta have custard though. You can't have cream. Cream is just too much. It's too much. Yeah, I'm like a typical like I like glaze, but sprinkles on the top, that's my thing. Glazed with sprinkles? Yep. I also am a big because I'm Polish, so I'm biased. Um you love a good raspberry. I like a good I like a good cherry poochki. Uh, or lemon. I don't mind lemon. Lemon's pretty good. Hey, oh, I, I just want to know: Are we still on the feelings topic? Or are we going to? We don't What do we want to do? Go. You know what? Go ahead, Brogan. You pick our next topic here. Go ahead. You go ahead and pick something out here. Let's let's just flow into it here. You see that face? Smooth that face like a wave, wave, baby. Smooth like a wave. Comedy. What the comedy? Comedy. So I want to talk about, have you guys ever been to like a comedy show, like an improv yes. comedy? Yes. Okay. Where was it at? Yes. What was your favorite one? <laughs> so the backstory behind this is a fucking shit show. I was in Miami, Florida. Uh, I flew down there for a stupid reason for a stupid person. It, I, I kick myself a lot about it, but I got to see one of my favorite comedians live. His name's Brad Williams. Uh, he's a midget. A short yeah, person. Yep, we talked about him already. His wife's yeah, gonna yeah. keep cooking. His wife's life. a badass. He is one of the funniest fucking comedians I've ever listened to. Uh, he was actually in town when I flew down, so I bought tickets to a comedy show that he was standing at and sat front row for his comedy show. He called me out during his comedy show because he said, like, on my weekends, I like to be home and uh, I like to you know, do manly shit. And I giggled because he's a manly story. He's a dwarf. The man can't mow his fucking lawn. So I giggled and he looked at me. He goes, Hey, you shut the fuck up. I can do manly shit. And I was like, ah, that's funny as fuck. Like he started laughing. The whole crowd started laughing. He was fun. Um, and yeah, no, he was a really good show. I really enjoyed his show. The other woman he had, uh, they had two people. Hennessy Williams was the opening act. He was hilarious. Uh, and then uh, the other one is uh, Katie. Uh, she was a female comedian. She was hilarious as too. Katie Williams, I want to say, was her name. Absolutely hilarious. Good time. Uh, I got pissed drunk during the show because I didn't have to drive. So so that's, that's one of the things is for my 21st birthday, like I went to dinner, had, I went to dinner, I had drinks and I went to a comedy show. Like, I loved it. Like, seriously, that's like one of my biggest, like, go-to date nights is like, go have dinner, have drinks, go to a comedy show. Like, 
laugh your ass off. Comedy shows are such a good time. It's literally what I do. And I loved one of my favorites is Amy Schumer at um, the Soaring Eagle Casino. You like oh Amy Schumer? She was hilarious. And it's sort of like that raunchy humor. You know what I mean? I can't, yeah, I can't I know. stand her humor. So, like, if, so, if I'm being honest, I can't stand her humor because it's. Oh my God, I love her humor. Here's, here's the thing like, I like raunchy humor. I really do. Like, if you listen to Tom Segura, like, one of his stand up bits is called uh, Ball Hog. And the reason it's called Ball Hog <laughs> is because he literally talks about, he goes, Have you ever thought about the dirty shit that your mom's had to do? Mm-hmm. Oh. Your dad comes home and has a rough day, and he's like, wife's like oh what's wrong it's like oh you know can i do anything to make it better like oh if you suck my balls so she's a ball hog and then he's like think about what your grandmother has done shit fucks me up every time that's why he calls ball hog hilarious fucked up humor to me amy schumer does like too much too much of that at least tom can go into other shit yeah is all about like all her sets are is sex humor and vagina humor you think this one wasn't yeah it was like it was this one really wasn't it was hilarious and um and my parents they like did not like it they were like oh my god like that was a lot you know but we were just like literally rolling down the hill like laughing (laughs) are there any detroit comedy clubs are there any in detroit yeah and there's someone i actually just looked there's some in mount pleasant and there's a ton of yeah, a ton in Detroit. Really? When I come when I come back into town, we should hit one up. Just hit a Friday, yeah. a Friday night. I love show comedy shows. I love movies, like different things like that. It's just I love it. Oh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's hilarious. Love. He's love like Kevin probably Hart. my number one. Really? Yeah, I love him. Ali Wong is really funny too. Ali Wong is. Oh hilarious. my god, so funny. I like. I mean, there's I so many. Ali Schaffer. Uh, I I did go to a um, comedy show. I actually went with Eric when we were in England, and it was it was not fun for him, but it was very much fun for me because first off, it was right after Trump got elected, and we're not going to talk about like politics or anything, but every like everybody in england didn't like him so they wanted to make fun of him so well, he's we, scottish he's half scottish well when we got there like we were told don't wear anything united states related don't tell people you're from the united states just God. just just go yeah. and embrace the culture and don't let mm-hmm. people know where you're from because that's how my trip to scotland went they'll get pissed off well we went at the same time but they'll get pissed off and they'll get weird whatever so I'm like, we're like, cool, whatever. We won't tell anybody where we're from. We're just going to be in the moment, whatever. So he asks, hey, so do we have any people, do we have anybody from like outside of England? Do we have any people from the rest of Europe? And a couple people raise their hand and he like, start like, where are you from? And like got like a random country, started talking about it a little bit. And then he's like, okay, okay. And do we have anybody from North America? And there was like, a couple people that raised their hand and they were Canadian and he goes I can't make fun of you guys I'm sorry like you're too nice and then he goes like really we have no Americans here we have no Americans and like we slowly raised our hands and we're like kind of like yeah us and then he's like wait you guys are from uh you guys are from America and I'm like 
You're like, yeah. And then on top of that, one of the things that Eric wanted to do was swim in the English Channel. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Which. I think you told me that. Yeah. So he said swim in the English Channel, which is what we did. We literally ran in the water, swam, ran out because it was like 16 degrees Celsius. I wanted to do that in Loch Ness, but I didn't have the balls. What? But the translation. Dick on fucking. They. They didn't hear what we said, and they thought we said swim the English channel, like the whole thing. Nope. So everybody literally, like, he goes, what? Like, you swam the English channel? And, like, I just kind of backed away and let Eric do his thing. And they're like, he's like, yeah. And everybody's like, he's like, the guy's like, get this guy a round of applause. Like, he had the entire (laughs) place we were in, like, the entire bar just standing up clapping for him. Because he swam the entire English channel. He's like, oh did you guys like have any issues like running in the boats or anything? And they're like, we're like, no, we were in it for like 30 <laughs> seconds, man. <laughs> we didn't even get, we didn't even get past where we had to actually tread water. And like, we were just like, no. And he's like, oh, like, what about all the oil and stuff in the, in the like water? Did you have to deal with that? No. And he, ba- he like kept backpedaling ended up saying like yeah we didn't do what you thought we did and he goes really really you just let everybody clap for you you let everybody know you could have gone home with anybody in this bar and you would have got whatever you wanted but now you're going to get laughed and probably slapped at if you try to pick somebody up on your way out of the bar just so you know (laughs) this guy proceeded to literally the rest of his like 40 minute skit was make fun of us mostly eric because he usually can backpedal his way out of stuff and he, and he didn't and he tried and then um trump and america that's we literally gave him the rest of his skit like here you go here you go big guy rip us to sh- fucking shreds do it <laughs> honestly right now like i can't lie i'm looking at comedy clubs right now for all of us to hit on a, on a day just to go get a laugh in Trying to see where there's a good spot to just enjoy a good comedy. Let's do it. I'm game. I I love comedy shows. I love getting there early. I love drinking and I love sitting in the front row because I love watching a comedy show. Like there's an art to it. There really is. Yeah. You have to have a good setup. You have to have a good joke in the beginning that you can hit at the end. And then the middle is all bullshit. Like, but have you ever been to an improv comedy? See, I don't. I haven't. I like. I love whose line is it anyway? It's one of my favorite TV shows of all time, with yeah. Drew Carey. Not, not uh who's the new lady who ran it? Uh, Aisha Tyler. Aisha Tyler. She's not bad, but Drew Carey's original cast was probably the best. And like, I, it, God, and that their improv was solid. Well, I went in, I went to Seattle, just some downtown improv theater, like, and it was so cool. Honestly, I was like, that was amazing. They just sold They sold drinks there. So I just sat there with my glass of wine and listened to the improv comedy and it was the ball. That sounds awesome. I know. That's my thing. That's a good time. No, let's, do you have any comedy clubs that you recommend? No. Not that I would not that I would recommend. Just we'll, we'll hop on a group chat and figure something out. 
all four of us we'll do something fun we'll figure something out i literally just go to google search and i search up different like wherever i'm at i search up comedy places just to kind of see what's around me yeah. and then i just try new things i mean why not i mean it's Look, bound to be some type jump, of funny. if you don't take the jump on doing something fun then mm-hmm. you're missing out on something right right honestly like yeah. I, I have some crazy shit planned down here in Arkansas where I'm going to do some things out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do some redneck shit for fun. That'll be, an- that'll be another topic for the future. Like, yeah. That'll be another topic for the future. Stuff you've done out of your comfort zones. I could, I could, write, I, I could write stories about the shit that I've seen down here. I could write stories and books about just the uncomfortable <laughs> situations I've been. I, I had a guy, he's a store owner, grab me on the shoulder and I thought we were going to talk business and we were talking business the entire time. And he goes, are you a Christian man? And I literally just stopped and I was like, what the fuck does this? I would be so scared because it's like, what is you? Oh, it, and it wasn't like one of those like light touching shoulder grips. You know what I'm talking about? Like he gripped my shoulder and i was like hmm well this ain't good like uh oh i'm in trouble like the little simpsons gif where you know i'm in danger i'm in danger haha and i was like yeah i'm a christian man he's like okay good and he laughed and i was like he didn't say anything after that he said okay good and he walked away and i was like oh jesus christ what would have happened if i said no so like scoob zoinks scoob is right um no i really i think today's episode has been a great time a lot of a lot of good topics a lot of good things touch greek gods um, dogs fucking we touched a little bit of everything tonight which is kind of nice and different like i think we write the bio i don't even know what the bio the bio is literally gonna say like some light-hearted conversation. Some light-hearted, co- honestly, featuring Brogan and Jill, and I think that's the fucking that's the headline for tonight. For the record, Brogan and Jill both came on with in 15 minutes of no. us starting. Oh, they, they, first more- off, thank you two for being on. Okay. We love you. We love both of you to death. Um, I, I think it's it's important to have other people on. Like it was, you know, Eric couldn't be on tonight. And I think it's important to have more than just two people on. I think it's important yeah. to have everybody's aspect on things. Like if I say a touchy subject, like put me in line, whoa, whoa, whoa. snap me into place. Obviously we didn't touch anything touchy tonight. Cause I think it's more important <laughs> just to, to have a good hearted conversation with all of us. And we're all good people except, you know, Tommy, he's not a good person sometimes. I'm not either. Always. So. He's always a good person. Uh, so pretty much, you know, the way we end it as always, um, go ahead and make sure you have a drink in your hand. Uh, I got to pull this up real quick. One second here. Drink it. And have drink a drink. It, Thank you for joining us tonight. We appreciate a good time with y'all. I don't know if the other guys can hear it, but I can hear it loud and clear. Cheers to you. Cheers to me. Have a great night, folks. Thanks for uh, listening to the Shot Scott's Take Shots podcast.